Hey everybody, welcome to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Bill Dupenthaler. And I'm Mike Conan, and this is a podcast for disciples who want to make disciples. Well, hello everybody. Uh, as you heard, you know, we're back, Bill and Mike, and, and we are wrapping up uh, this uh, series that we've been talking about really all fall, uh, the HNL series whole nother level. We've been talking about this idea of, of um, taking things to the next level, leveling up, uh, like they talk about in video games. And, and this idea that, that um, uh, let's, I mean, it's the, it's the Lord that's doing it through us, and, and it's Him that's at work in us. But, but the idea of us being intentional, right, Mike, about, about uh, this idea of taking it to the next level. Yeah, everything, every part of our lives, uh, more glory to the Lord. Yeah, all yeah, it, and right? so we, yeah, and so we started off, you know, just just saying, okay, what about our walk with Christ? I mean, that just first and foremost, how can we, how can we take that to the next level? You know, what's it going to take? And for some people, it's it's going to be, you know, start to read the Bible a little bit, or, or um, uh, start to pray a little bit more, or uh, work on. Uh, being more intentional about spending time with Jesus or listening to worship music in the car or whatever it might be. But we, we, we first started talking about this leveling up your, your walk with Jesus. And then we talked about, uh, we spent several episodes talking about, uh, your family and marriage and parenting and, and even, even, uh, being a single person. And, and how can you, how can you take those things to the next level? And, and again, Depending on where you're at and uh, and all those kinds of things, it's going to mean different things to different people. But but we want to encourage you guys in your uh, your family relationships to um, be intentional about about you know how can you be a better husband, a better father, a better brother, a, a better friend, uh, and 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 helping people to to see Jesus in your life and in 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 your family. And then we talked about. Uh, what it looks like to to level up in in um, your workplace and at school and in the neighborhood and uh, in other words being a light in the world when you go out and so so we're not talking about like in your family per se but like outside of that outside of the home let people know uh, by your face and by the things that you say and by the things that you do that you're a follower of Jesus and 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 what can you do to 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 uh, take that to the next level and then we talked about intentional friendships and this idea that man so many people um, don't necessarily really have people that that they're really walking through life with and and um, and we we spent some time just encouraging you uh, to to be intentional about that last night um, I had a, a zoom call with with uh, five guys that, that I've been doing that with for you know over 40 years uh, pretty cool we, and we were we were reminiscing a little bit about about how God's hmm. worked in our life and and praying for each other and and you know what a cool thing to be intentional about uh, long-term uh, re- uh, relationships and then we we spent uh, a couple of weeks talking about this whole idea of of church and building community and uh, and relationships in the body of Christ and just how important it is to be a part of a local church and uh, how incredible it is to experience worship and godly teaching and 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 fellowship of of people of all ages and 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 
different kinds of settings. And, um, and so these are the things that we've been talking about all fall, this idea of taking it to the next level. But today we're going to add one more piece to that. Mike, I'm going to let you uh, introduce uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Well, when you think of whole nother level, you think, okay, I'm at a pretty good level, but I'm going to go to a whole nother level. This right. next next topic, I think, is just trying to get to a level. This is like level <laughs> one stuff for most people. Honestly, um, we all, I think this this part of life is the part that we all face the biggest challenges with, especially if you're not a super popular extroverted person. Uh, investing in others who don't know Jesus or who who may not know Christ the same level you do is a core calling. And we've talked about it over and over again on, on the podcast. It's what our ministry revolves around is basically bringing lost sheep home. Uh, we we want to see folks connected to all the things you just talked about, Bill. And, and mm-hmm. the way that that happens is by people who are already walking with the Lord come alongside others who may be struggling or who may not know the Lord. And I, for some reason, this is where we lose people. Uh, in, and by, I don't mean legacy in general, but I mean the church. And in the struggles that people have, I think this is the one that we see the biggest is learning how do I invest in others? How yeah. do I especially invest in people who are not as far along as I am in my walk? But even that makes it sound like you have to be a certain distance in your walk. Well, you have to be at level seven to take somebody to level two and, God doesn't mm-hmm. look at it that way at all. I mean, that the, the level analogy breaks down, <laughs> I guess, right as we think about it here. But uh, I, I don't know. Has that been your experience too, Bill, that this is something that is the biggest struggle? Of all the things that we listed there, this is usually the biggest struggle for people. Well, yeah, you know, I, because as I'm talking about, well, leveling up your, your walk with Jesus or your family, your marriage, being in a light in the world, intentional friendships, uh, at church, all those things. By the way, do listen to those other podcasts. If you haven't listened to those episodes, I think you'll be really encouraged. But yeah, but those things are all a little bit more tangible for, for people. But like our tagline at the end of every one of our, our of our podcasts, you know, we say, let's keep being disciples who make disciples. And, and, uh, and it's yeah. funny because like <laughs> sometimes we'll ask people, so, you know, what does that mean to you? And you hear us say, be disciples who make disciples. And, and often, the, you know, it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> not really sure exactly what you mean by making disciples. Like, like, what is that? And and and, and so, uh, this is why we're talking about it today. Well, and again, it comes back to the core calling of Christians. And you know, there's a lot of things that we could say about Christians and what they're called to. But there's three basic things that we are general principles that we're called to. Right. One of them is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right. The second one is to love our neighbor as ourselves. And then the third one, uh, Jesus gives us is to go and make disciples. And it's Matthew 28, and I'll just read it. Uh, Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And the thing that stands out to me is that two-letter word, go, Bill. As, yeah. as, I, as I hear that over and over again, 
Because uh, people say, well, I'm making disciples now. Well, they didn't really go and make disciples. They, they'll talk about, well, I'm making disciples of my two kids, or I'm making disciples of my wife, or I'm making disciples of my buddies at church. And there, you might be making disciples. Like making disciples is simply doing what Jesus told them to do, to teach them to obey everything, teach them to, to embrace the same faith, teach them yeah. to do what, what I've called you to do. Now, ironically, uh, and I'll, I'll digress for just a moment here. I was meeting with somebody who I, I consider to be a disciple-making king, like just a legend, you know, always investing in other people. And one of the things he wasn't doing was getting his people to invest in other people like he was. And so I asked him about it. And what I should have said was, so you're teaching them to obey most of everything that Jesus has commanded you to do then, right? You're not teaching them everything. You know, you're teaching them how to love God. You're teaching them how to love their neighbor. They're teaching them how to love their family. You're teaching them how to do their work, how to manage their money. You're teaching them all these wonderful things, but you're not teaching them the Great Commission, which is what's the driving force of your life. And so even this man, who's deeply committed to the Great Commission, I, it was an, I don't know if it's an oversight on his part or if it was just that moment where he just thought it would scare people away. And that's that's been a, one of the challenges, I think, in our ministry is that when you're asking people to do something that's challenging and uncomfortable and that is not normal uh, and overwhelming to some degree, it it is it is that spot of... One of the things that's nice is we're talking about a whole nother level. Uh, it's nice because if you're at zero, ground zero, a whole nother level is just investing in one person. It's just <laughs> you <know>? anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's not as overwhelming, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, well, two things. Uh, one, you know, while you were while you were talking and you mentioned, you know, some people are, would say, well, you know, I'm discipling my, my kids. And, 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 um, and just to be clear, we are all for that, and and we we really validate that and and encourage that and and um, man, I mean we we talk about that a lot. In fact, we talked about that as in part of one of our episodes uh, in this HNL series. Like yeah. that is a great thing, and 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 that's for sure. We got to be doing that, you know. But but that's still not the great commission to go. And that's, yeah. that's the point you were making, but I wanted to make sure it was clear. We weren't, you know, poo pooing. Yeah. Well, you're just uh, investing in your kids. No, that's great. Like that's important. Super important. You know, no, you should just uh, ignore your kids. I think that would be the best yeah, way. Exactly. Just, just assume ignore. that they'll turn out fine. Just they'll be fine. That. Just go to invest in everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody so. tell me that bill in my first church. I had a guy come up to me and say, you know, you're trying to disciple your kids and you know what? It's just a bad idea. You need to let them just choose whatever they want. And I thought, oh my gosh, I thought, well, you know what? I, I, I was a young kid, so I didn't know how to respond. And he was an older gentleman. So I, I just said, well, hopefully what I could do is present them with the best alternatives and then they could make the wisest choice. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and, but I'm certainly not going to hold back in any way, shape, or form, giving them those alternatives and presenting the faith to them and showing them the, the goodness of, of God. And, and it was, oh, yeah. it was kind I mean, of mind Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's one of our main jobs as a parent. And, and by the way, uh, you don't really get any choice on 
on whether or not you're going to let them make their own decisions in the end because they will make their own decisions in the end. There's, there's no letting them. They do. And, and, uh, as you know, and especially, I mean, obviously when they're, when they're younger, we're guiding them and, and we do make decisions for them. But, but in the end, as they, as they grow up, they are going to make their own decisions. And, and so we have to train them with, with all we've got, you know, while we've still got them in the house, you know, because once they're out of house, you know, they're, I mean, you're still, you're always their parent, but, but, um, they yep. are making their own decisions, you know? Um, so the other thing that I thought about too, I, 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 I really like that, uh, that comment that you made about that gentleman that you were talking to who was teaching people and, and he, he's all about discipling people, this person. And I don't know who you're talking about, but it didn't, but the, but the, 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 the point is valid, you know, that, that it's like, if you're not teaching your disciples to make disciples, then you're, that's not discipleship. You're, you're, you're completely missing a whole piece. Uh, and, and, and that was the principle of reproducing that Jesus talked about is like, I'm going away and it's good that I'm going away because I'm sending you my spirit who's been with you and now he's going to be in you. Uh, and, and you're going to do great things, but the way we're going to reach the world is by this very thing. Like it, it depends on you teaching people to do what you're doing. If, if they don't continue to make disciples, then the chain is broken and, and we're not going to reach the world. Well, I was meeting with somebody yesterday and or the day before. I don't know. Things run together. But uh, they were talking about, well, gosh, I just don't have time. I don't have time to meet with anybody. I don't have time to, to do you know those type of things. And I thought, wow, that's going to be really interesting when that guy stands before Jesus. Yeah, and says, yeah. you know what, Lord, I was not able to do your commandment, but the good news is, is I was able to get this level of status in my job, and I was able to get to all of my kids' activities, and I was able to do all of these things. Look at how you know. And again, I'm not saying that those things aren't uh, are necessarily evil because they're not. There's good there, um, but it's easy. It's easy to squeeze this out of our time, and. Yeah. I think that that would be the thing that I would say if you're thinking about whole nother level, let's put time and openness as the top priority. So let's just say I'm going to give, you know, myself an openness, you know, for an hour a week where I could meet with somebody. Or if you're not, say you're already meeting with somebody for an hour, maybe you're the whole nother level look like, you know what, I'm, I can do, I can do two or three hours. I can meet with a couple people, you know, and, and or groups or however it might work out. And um, and then once you've got the time open, then you can ask the Lord to fill the time. You can ask the Lord to, Lord, who, who do you want me to fill this time slot with, you know, that I can invest in? And again, let's just come back to the core of what disciple making is. To make a disciple means that we make somebody who's like Jesus. We're, we're, we're saying, follow me as I follow Jesus. We're not saying that we're the best. We're not saying that we've got it all figured out, but we're saying, follow me as I follow Jesus. And it requires a relationship investment. Uh, it requires some sort of a teaching element where you're going to be teaching them about what Jesus has taught you. And then it, it does require a bit of courage on your part, but it also requires a bit of encouragement, you know, to, to kind of take the, the proactive, I'm going to shepherd somebody you know, what else would you add in there that, that kind of, you know, you would throw in the mix for people when they're thinking about investing in others? Well, I think it, 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 it really takes 
being truly open to um, obeying the Lord and hearing his voice and watching for what he's uh, doing in the world around you and realizing that he's got you uh, in your job, in your situation, in your neighborhood, uh, in around the people that you're around, he's got you there uh, yeah. for a reason. You know, you're you're an undercover agent for God, uh, and it, or you're you're a missionary. You know, uh, in in the place where he's got you planted, and and uh, and we talk about this all the time that we. Uh, uh, Jody and I, uh, I mean, we pray not every day, but, but almost every day we, we pray for, uh, uh, open spiritual eyes to really see what's going on around us and open spiritual ears to really hear what's going on and, and, uh, and to be able mm. to be, uh, open to, and looking for those divine appointments that we talk about so often. Uh, yeah. and, and then, and then when, when those, those things happen. That person sits down next to you. Uh, the person asks you a question. Uh, you you meet that person. The person comes to mind. You know, like you pray, Lord, uh, just speak to me. And, and and what do you want me to do for you today? And how can I how can I serve you? And and then you know, a little while later, somebody <laughs> comes to mind. And, and it's like, that's no accident that you just thought of that person. You need to follow up and, and you know, whatever the Lord is telling you to do, text them, call them, uh, you know, or, or again, like I say, you, you run into them at the grocery store or you, 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 they, they walk into the coffee shop. I mean, Mike, how many times have, have you and I been sitting in the, in, in Cutters Point in Gig Harbor, a little shout out to the flagship, uh, Cutters Point. Uh, but how many times have we been sitting in there and, and we're talking about something and then, and then, then that person like walks through the door and, and it's, it's almost kind of like, I mean, like, like, like goosebumps, like eerie, but super cool, like spiritual, like, okay, God, this is crazy kind of a thing. So he was he was humming Twilight Zone music there for any of you that are under yes. fifty. <laughs> yeah. 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 Welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, I had that happen yesterday. Uh, one, in, uh, I think it was maybe it was Sunday. I don't know. I could, they all run together, Bill. I can't remember. Maybe it was Sunday. It yeah. was Sunday. I had somebody who I I just been thinking about texting and calling, and I'm walking the dog, and this person and their family walk by me. I haven't seen this person in two years, and there they are, right in front of me. And I was like, "Whoa!" So I stopped, and and it was great and uh, fun, and and so then you're like, "Man, the Lord's just good like that." He, if yeah. you're open, that's what I'm saying. If you open yourself up to, you know, Lord, I will spend the time. I will, I will invest in others. God will bring people to you. He will. Yeah. And and that yeah. you're right though. You do have to. You can't walk around with your eyes closed. You can't walk around. Um, and and I think most of us just walk around with our eyes closed, and yeah. and, and it's it's an intentional thing to open our eyes to how the Lord is working, and we do need to do that. You're right. Yeah, there has to yeah. be that 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 prayer, that time where we're saying, Lord, I, my, my life is yours, and you've called me to this. You've called me to be a person who goes and make disciples. And some of you listening to this may not be extroverts. Some of you listening to this might be. You know, I don't know. I don't talk to anybody, and I don't. I, I kind of like that way. It's me, my cats, and my books. Um, but 
I, I don't know how you get around this stuff. Like, I, I'm sure that there have to be great ways for introverts and extroverts both to figure yeah. out how to do this well. And and the good news is, is that I don't know what the statistics are, but I'm guessing half the people are introverts and half are extroverts. That means half the population you could probably reach better than an extrovert can. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. there's yeah. a whole group of people, if you're choosing not to, to you know, invest that, that maybe are, are not being reached. And so... And and you would certainly have better insights than than an extrovert in, in reaching those folks. And anyway, all that to say, you know, and, and we could do a whole exegesis here, but there's a great line there. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Then it says, baptizing them. And baptism is the sign of the covenant. And I don't want to get too detailed into this, but it's kind of cool that the purpose is to bring people into a relationship with Jesus and to a relationship with the family of God. And so this ties yeah. back into all the other podcasts. You know, we, we go and we make um, so that people can be brought in and they can be a part of the family of God. And it's just pretty cool. And I guess if we were to give one other thing, just this great reminder that God promises to be with us through it all. And in fact, yeah. it's, it's kind of neat. Jesus says, and surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. And then after this, um, he tells them to don't go and do it right away. It's kind of interesting. Uh, it's it's one of the few times where Jesus says, wait. And he tells them, you got to wait. And in uh, 40 days, then from on high, you're going to get uh, something's going to happen. And it's going to be powerful. And that's when Pentecost happens. And so it's kind of that interesting moment uh, in history where Jesus tells them to wait until they have the Spirit's presence and power. And then mm-hmm. he releases them to go. And, you know, if you, if you have to wonder about why did Pentecost come, it says uh, that the, they saw tongues of fire descending. Well, why do you think they would send tongues of fire to these folks? I, quite simply, Bill, it's, it's because God had given him this commission to go and be witnesses, to go and make disciples. And what's yeah. going to be required for that? It's going to be required words and tongues. And so mm-hmm. we we stand on the other side of that knowing the Holy Spirit has come, and we don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit to come anymore because the Holy Spirit is in us and through us, and we can be just as confident as they were when they saw those tongues of fire that that God can use our tongue, uh, however broken it might be, however uh, struggles we might have. God, if He is working in us and through us, can do miraculous things through our tongues too. Well, yeah, and and uh, and the Bible talks about in all kinds of places this this whole idea of. Of that he's going to give you the words, even if you're you don't know what to say. And I think that's uh, one of the big things that I hear a lot. You do too. Uh, that uh, and you've already alluded to this, but yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Uh, and we've already kind of addressed that, that that idea of well, who would I do it with? Uh, I mean, pray, uh, ask the Lord to to to, to bring to mind uh, people. And I'll guarantee if if, if you sit down uh, for 15 minutes and just pray and ask to get a, get a pen and paper or, or get your notes in your phone and, and, um, and say, okay, Lord, who do you want me to talk to? You know, he's going to, he's going to bring names to mind. That's the, that's the who, uh, and, and the what, uh, it, 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 again, HNL, uh, doesn't matter whether you're a really mature Christian who is very confident in in the word and being able to teach somebody and that kind of thing, or whether you're brand new and you're thinking, well, I don't know anything, but uh, it's okay because 
you can still invest in, in people and, and, and like you say, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. Let's do this together and, and, and we'll figure it out. Uh, but when you're talking to people and whether it's, whether it's talking to somebody that's not a Christian, um, you know, and, and you're, you're talking to them about, about what it means to follow Christ or whether you're talking to somebody that, that you're trying to invest in that's already following Jesus, uh, he's going to give you the words. And, and, uh, and it, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I can't tell you how many times over the years uh, I've been having a conversation with somebody and uh, I'll end up saying something <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I'm thinking to myself, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure yeah. that wasn't me because I, I had never thought about that before. And, and I, I, I can't believe I put it that way. That was really good. Well, that's the Lord. You know, that's, that's what he does. He speaks to us. Well, and just to wind it down, let's just also say it's messy and it, you're going to face rejection. People are going to say no. Yeah. People yeah. are going to not show up. People are going to tell you, I don't really want to meet with you anymore. People, it, it is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We cannot yeah. pretend this is all going to be rosy because it's not. There's a reason that the, the disciples doubted whether they could do it. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they have the same struggles you and I have. And yeah. so hopefully uh, you can trust, though, that the Lord will be with you. And you can realize that, you know, you can't control the outcome. All you can control is your obedience to what God would have in front of you. You yeah. can't control yeah. the other person. But you can control your own effort and your own willingness and and see what the Lord does with that. And yeah. Speaking of which, as we wind it down here, this is a great opportunity for us to say, hey, in January, you can join us as we'll be doing a disciple-making training course. And this is our legacy leadership course. And, and what we do is we teach people how to do this. And if you're one of yep. those people who's raising your hand and saying, oh, I don't know how to do this, and, and you're telling me I need to invest in other people and... Well, you know what? This is why we designed this whole thing. And it's a great course. It's over a four-month period, or actually three months, sorry, this time around. And it'll be uh, fantastic. You you meet with us, and then you get some podcasts to do. And then we meet as a group. And there's a lot of just really great processing that happens as we learn to be disciple makers together. And um, yeah. for the messy process ahead. Um, so as we said, whole nother level. And, or whole nother level, depending on where you're from. And uh, we hope that in life in general, the Holy Spirit has always taken us to a deeper place, of, as the Bible says, of, of glory, uh, that, that yeah. we can be transformed into a more glorious image of who uh, Jesus is. And we know that's the case, and part of it's going to include all the things that Bill lists in the beginning of the podcast, but it's also going to include this part where we go and we make. And so we hope and pray that that will be your journey. And we hope and pray that you'll continue to partner with us in this podcast and listen and like, subscribe and share and all those great things. And uh, today is Giving Tuesday as we're recording this. And so if you've ever thought about giving to a ministry, uh, we'd deeply appreciate it. And you can just jump on to www.ourtruelegacy.com and just click on the Give button there. And it's super easy to do. And we'd love for you to become a monthly partner with us. We'd love for you to give a one-time gift at the end of the year. All those things, we'd deeply appreciate it. Uh, And you know, again, we just thank you for the privilege of being here. We hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and has a marvelous Christmas. Next week, we're going to start a a couple of episodes on Christmas, and hopefully it'll just get you a little excited for getting that best time with your family and with your God uh, during this time. All right. Yeah. Uh, That's it. And until we meet again, let us be disciples who make disciples. 
Amen. Amen.